the Human Communication Playbook, Part 3, AlphaGo. Michelangelo's fresco paintings in the Sistine Chapel are an exquisite work of art, divine even. Could artificial intelligence ever create something better? It depends how you view human intelligence. There are two viewpoints I'd like to introduce to you in this book. One, human exceptionalism. And two, human commonality. Human exceptionalism argues that we humans are special. We possess unique qualities such as consciousness and awareness, and in some cases, spirituality, that can't be written into code. Human commonality argues that humans aren't qualitatively special. Much of what appears divine is the product of complexity that we don't fully understand ourselves. Our point of difference is built into other factors, which we'll discover later in this chapter. Back to the Michelangelo question. If you adopt the human exceptionalism viewpoint, you'd say, no, AI can create great art, but it would lack the finest of touches and the inspiration that came from Michelangelo's own hand. If you adopt the counter human commonality viewpoint, you'd say, yes, AI could create a painting of such complexity. However, there's an important catch. It would be an amazing painting, but not art. Let me explain. What appears to be inspiration, the stuff that powers doctors and great paintings, may not be so special after all, but simply a function of complexity. To illustrate this, consider chess and go, two similar board games. Chess is an 8 by 8 board. The total of possible moves in chess is 10 to the power of 120. That's 10 with 120 zeros. That's called the Shannon number, if you're interested. You try and write this out, it will take you all day. By comparison, go with its 19 by 19 board has a significantly higher number of moves, 10 to the power of 761. I can't even start to conceive that number. That's like 10 with as many numbers as I could fill in the next two minutes of audio. Right, you get the idea. Now, the difference is significant. IBM's Deep Blue dispatched chess master Gary Kasparov 20 years ago. Go, however, has always eluded artificial intelligence. Go requires a lot of ephemeral insight that, like doctors, champion players themselves can't articulate. Go grandmasters struggle to teach and commentators analyze this fuzzy insight. And many say it simply emerges from years and years of constant practice. This insight makes Go far more intriguing a sport to master, and consequently more of a test for the potential limitations of artificial intelligence. So, true to this book, it follows that there should be a showdown and another cash prize in man versus machine. This time the prize was one and a half million dollars, but this isn't about money. This was the last bastion of mental competition between man and machine. This was about all those human qualities we thought unique to our biological frame. Enter AlphaGo. Google's AI-powered Go player. 
Google realized when it took on the Go challenge that players were naturally suspicious of AI and they wouldn't reveal all their strategies for fear of revealing their trade secrets. So Google secretly introduced the formative AlphaGo into online human-powered competitions to see how it performed. In its first outing, AlphaGo won 50 of 51 games against elite players online. The 51st victory was only averted because the internet con connection dropped out. Gu Li, an elite competitor who took part in the 51-game face-off, said of AlphaGo at the time, it played quite differently from humans, placing stones that could completely confound human players at first, but upon further analysis, these strategies become a, quote, divine move. The term divine move comes from the Japanese kaminoite, meaning move of God or godly move. And it is reserved only for seminal strategies employed by elite champions, strategies that cannot be taught. Reporting on an earlier match where AlphaGo landed a surprise move on the right hand labelled Move 37 that flummoxed Grandmaster Lee Sedol from Korea, one commentator himself, a ninth Dan Grandmaster, the highest ranking possible, said, That's a very strange move. I thought it was a mistake. David Silver, the lead researcher on the AlphaGo project, said of Move 37 in a later Wired interview that AlphaGo had calculated that there was more than a one in thousand chance of that a human make that move. Sorry, a one in one in ten thousand chance that a human would make that move. But when it drew on all the knowledge it had accumulated by playing itself so many times and looked ahead in the future of the game, it decided to make the move anyway and the move was genius so where are these random moves coming from AlphaGo was never programmed with this randomness how is AlphaGo able to generate moves that defy human logic but ultimately win games some experts argue that AlphaGo has developed a kind of consciousness akin to human level intelligence it appears to understand how humans play as if somehow conscious. But the human programmers didn't imbue it with any meta-consciousness or insightful cognitive framework. Just because it appears consciousness and ephemeral doesn't mean it is. More often, it's because it's far too complex for us to understand. This is the direct consequence of researchers employing accelerated evolutionary techniques to AI. Once AlphaGo learned millions of moves, Google researchers employed Generative Adversarial Networks, G-A-N, GAN, training methods, meaning once AlphaGo had learned all the possible human moves, it now started training against itself, creating an exponential neural network of possibility. Come competition day, and with one and a half million dollars at stake, AlphaGo pulled out a series of divine moves to crush 19-year-old world champion KGA from China. 3-0. Kim Sung-yong, ninth Dan Go professional and commentator from the Japan... Sorry, from... Sorry, let me start again. Kim Sung-yong, ninth Dan Go professional and commentator, said of the match, AlphaGo showed the definition of mind-blowing play today. 
what Kim went on to describe was what exactly mind-blowing was. Rather than being amazing, AlphaGo made more profound moves than thought. The most inspired Go grandmasters have a set style of play, just as you would expect any performing maestro, but not AlphaGo. AlphaGo was different. When human artists start drawing landscapes, they keep drawing landscapes no matter what happens during the process. However, AlphaGo can quickly switch from landscape to portrait. Similarly, human players have their own style of Go plays. AlphaGo, however, has no fixed style and is so flexible. AlphaGo is a completely different player. It's like the god of a Go player said the defeated world champion KJ. Go master Lee Sadol, the only human player ever to score a win against AlphaGo, recently retired as a professional player, citing that no matter how well he plays, there is no longer any prospect of beating AI. Referencing his last match against AlphaGo, Sadol said, from the very beginning of the game, there was not a moment in time when I felt that I was leading like the neuroimaging startup Biomind and the chatbot Shao Ice. It's easy to feel a sense of resignation. This is just the beginning of AI. And as we increase the scale of data and the effectiveness of the algorithms, we are building AI that is articulating and behaving with a level of insight, awareness and consciousness that was never programmed into the model. And even more disturbing is that AI has an ability to transcend playing styles that typically define brilliance, meaning there is no obvious pattern or predictability that can be learned by future human competitors. This is the real concern for human exceptionalists because it suggests that what we once thought of as the unassailable moat of humanity is nothing more than a few extra zeros on the end of our complexity. So, if AI is near infallible, capable of divine moves, how can we ever compete as humans? Mm -hmm.